In today's video, we're going to hang out with a great SEO, a person I've learned quite a, a lot of tricks from, Clint Butler from SEO This Week Show on YouTube and uh, digitalear.com. We'll talk about one of the SEO buzzwords of the year, which is entities, what entities are, why they're so important, how to extract these entities and how to use them in our content. We'll touch on, we'll touch on schema if uh, we have time, plus, more importantly, we'll answer your questions, so make sure you have uh, you, you put your question in the chat below so we can answer it. What's going on, everybody? Adrian Diaz here with Hasta La Vista Boss, the place where ambitious people, like you and I, we talk about how to create a side hustle, make it profitable, quit our jobs, become our own bosses. So I hope that's something um, cool to look forward to. Uh, so welcome, Clint, to Hasta La Vista Boss. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Excited <laughs> it's, to get it's really a pleasure to have you, Clint. I've been um, following you for some time, uh, quite a lot, to be honest. Uh, I've watched all your videos, even when you, uh, if you remember, when you on your YouTube channel used to be Olympia SEO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's a lot of videos. <laughs> yeah. And I've learned well, that. That was in my younger days when I looked handsome. And stuff. Oh, you were <laughs> handsome and your voice uh, seemed a little bit uh, less... Uh, uh, how do you say, uh, more approachable. <laughs> now, more approachable. Uh, yeah. um, so before I move on, I want to welcome everybody here in the chat. If uh, Who do we have in here? We have uh, uh, Jahir, who is here on the chat as well, on Zoom. Uh, we have uh, Misha Suski. How's it going, hermano? Welcome. We have Kieron from Merchants UK Homebrew. Helen. I'm sorry you can't stay, Helen. I know you have another awesome uh, live hangout going on, uh, but uh, definitely check out the replay. Uh, Clint is amazing, so you're gonna learn a lot. Please come back uh, when you finish the other uh, chat. Alrighty. So, Clint, um, although I know most almost everything about you, uh, do you want to, um, uh, you know? Uh, let people know who you are because my audience is kind of newbie to intermediate in SEO uh, and building websites and all that. So I would love to, uh, you know, uh, you let them know who you are. What do you do? Uh, well, the, the 30, 30 second commercial uh, version <laughs> is I was in the army for 22 years. Uh, did a lot of deployments and stuff, but as you guys probably guessed, you don't make very much money in the army and you kind of live paycheck to paycheck. So I was looking for another thing to do. And I actually, uh, while I was in the army, got involved in network marketing. Ooh, <laughs> no. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and one of the one things that what is everyone's been exposed to network marketing at this point, I'm sure, but basically you have to have leads. How do you get leads? Well, you either buy them or you generate them yourselves. Uh, I bought them for a while. That wasn't working. And then I love found SEO and it's been game on ever since from that point. Uh, after I retired from the army, uh, I did two years in Afghanistan uh, with the goal of building up some money so I can start my own business and, and do, like you said, create a side hustle, make it your own and quit your regular job. Uh, so I walked away from a six figure income uh, while I was in Afghanistan and built my agency that way. Awesome. Story. And then, yeah, after, I don't know, it was a year, year and a half of that, I decided that I am not very good with clients. <laughs> <laughs> I 
It's not that I don't like clients. It's just that I'm not like Adrian knows. I'm, I have this really short fuse. I don't tolerate um, <laughs> things over and over again, repeatedly every week. I.e., calling. Why am I ranking yet? Well, you just paid your invoice yesterday. Duh. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So, um, I partnered with Guy Charette at Over the Top SEO. He brought me on. I'm his director of SEO now. We've been running his agency. Uh, five years now. We were just reflecting on it a couple of weeks ago. As a matter of fact, it's been five years already. Uh, I run Digital Lear now, but uh, I'm getting ready to fire that back up because mm-hmm. I like to have a residual set of income. And then I also have a third website. It's going to be my training platform at whatranks.com. And then SEO this week, it just kind of started, you know. I don't know. I'm sure you've seen it, the kind of the evolution. I got 165 episodes. I skipped weeks. I skipped the whole six-month period at one time. And I just wanted to, if I was going to read people's blogs and all that stuff, why not do something about it, get my opinions about it, versus sitting on Facebook trying to be an internet tough guy, typing text, getting my <laughs> profile thing, just get my face out there and say, this is what I think. So mm-hmm. people seem to like it. And yeah, there it's- you go. It's it's awesome. Uh, it, your content is awesome, and uh, I want to uh, tell everybody a, uh, a real story. I don't know if you want me to tell it about how uh, you actually how we actually started to chat a little bit. Uh, if you remember on uh, Pop and Cora SEO group uh, support group, uh, someone asked how to do negative SEO, <laughs> <laughs> and then I started to give them uh, step by step. Uh, how to do it and then you chat me and say dude what the fuck shut up <laughs> uh, and that's I mean I didn't know that was uh, that's how you do it I had the the knowledge uh, and that knowledge I got it from putting two plus two together by watching your videos mm-hmm. um, so uh, that's why I recommend everybody to watch these uh, videos that Clint puts out there on uh, SEO This Week show. Plus, he's a co- co-host on uh, SEO Fight Club, another amazing show with uh, Clint, with uh, Ted Kubaitis and Kyle Roof. Um, so you definitely have to check this because you learn a lot of stuff if you if you keep watching. Yeah. So I think the, yeah, the, the value of that show. Well, first to your first point, or how we met is, you know, that's how I like to teach. A lot of people break things down. They either mansplain it, that's the new mm. term now for the for woke America is mansplaining, or um, it just they make it overly simplified and they talk to you like you're a retard. And I hate both of those things. So I'll give you the thing. I'll give you this is what you should do with it, or this is what you should do. And I kind of leave the what to do with it up to you. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and that's where I think that's where you. I've watched you. Um, you know, you started off from just being a guy you're asking a billion questions. So now you got your own show. You're doing your own hustle. So I think that's awesome. That's the that's the kind of that's the kind of people you all hope to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I I I hope to be uh, a guy with your knowledge at some point. But uh, uh, I know that if I keep doing what I'm doing, I will definitely get there. You know, maybe take me you know a year or five but i know uh i know that you guys with the knowledge that you with the with the content that you put out there it's uh it's definitely uh uh something that is going to happen um 
I want, usually I don't ask this question at the beginning, but there's something that uh, someone, uh, Zoe Humble in uh, Facebook, uh, asked this question. I believe it's kind of a little bit interesting because I want people to know you a little bit more um, and how you can get into this kind of stuff. So she says here, I'm interested to know what background these guys have. She's talking about you and Black Hat SEOs, I guess. Uh, meaning, mm. what training do they have to get uh, this sort of job? I find it quite interesting, but I can't uh, see what sort of career path they take. Um, so, coming from the angle, if I wanted to do this as a job, what is the industry path to get uh, the job? So, Black Hat SEO isn't really a, a job. <laughs> I know you're using the context of a job, but I want to make sure you can understand. It's, it's essentially uh, a way of thinking versus uh, anything else. And that's what kind of why I brought the hat out when I, first, uh, <laughs> when I first did it and then first branded it. And if you ever open the incognito of browser and you see the picture. <laughs> okay, so um, for, for me, I'll, I'll tell you, my background is 22 years in the Army. I have a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and then I have three master's degrees, public relations, business intelligence, and internet marketing. Um, but when I chose the black hat path in regards to SEO is there's white hat where everything Google said is, is the law. You have to follow it. And if you don't, you're evil and you're going to go to hell, right? Mm. And then there's the black hats where you know everything Google said is how they want it. Now let's figure out how it really works. Uh, and those typically, it's it's two different things, right? So, if you want to be a black hat, and you want to, you know, wear the hat proudly, as it were, you have to be uh, willing to test. You have to be willing to break things. You have to be not afraid to of Google. And then when Google says, "Hey, don't do X, Y, and Z," you have to be smart enough to go. I'm gonna go test the X, Y, and Z and see why they said. And um, that's really at the end of the day is really the difference between white you, hat and black hat. Do you need to do you need to be uh, technical, uh, uh, Clint? Would you say that for you to be a black hat, you have to understand a little bit uh, of technical stuff, maybe code, maybe I don't know HTML or. Yeah, I'm the least technical guy. <laughs> yeah. I can like I can do stuff in HTML. I can mess with the database a little bit. Um, I'm learning programming. I'm learning. Um, Python, I'm learning Java, but at the end of the day, I didn't need any of those skills. Cool. Would it help? It would help to be familiar. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you don't have to know how to code a website, but you should be able to go in there and, and figure out what H1 tag is and figure out how to change that or how to write a, a, a link HTML, that kind of stuff. Uh, but cool. for the most part, today, you know, templates, WordPress, HTML templates are all out there. So you have a nice base, and all those website builders make it even easier. Cool. <laughs> that's um, that's awesome. I hope that answers your question, Zoe. Uh, I, as you've seen, Clint uh, always likes to say that he's uh, he's uh, he's the uh, he's a dumb animal, but he's not. Trust me. You see, you heard uh, you heard his background, okay? <laughs> so don't be don't be uh, don't uh, don't let yourself fooled by that. But um, I guess you have to learn a little bit about you know uh, how Google works and uh, and um, uh, 
test like clean says testing actually uh, yesterday I post my first ever SEO test uh, clean on AMG so I'm very excited to test this stuff you know uh, oh, nice. it's awesome yeah <laughs> it took me like a lot of time to put it together because I, I never done it before but uh, second time it was much easier <laughs> yeah <laughs> like everything in life I guess um, Okay, so uh, quickly, let me quickly go back to the chat for one second and welcome uh, Sue and Bob as well. Uh, welcome uh, to the chat, guys. If you have questions, put them in the comments uh, like this. Uh, let me see if I can share my screen. No, I can't share my screen. No, no. Okay, like this. Uh, you know, capital and the question. So uh, we know that uh, we have to read that question to Clint. And uh, let me see if I can do this. Okay. Uh, Clint, let's uh, let's talk ab about entities because that's what the title is about. Uh, the video, um, it's about entities. It's a buzzword. Everybody's talking about entities, NLP, and all that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna let you take it away and let us know what it is and what it does. Well, there's two ways to explain entities. You can go super nerd. Oh, by the way, Clint. You... Before, by the way, if you want. You, uh, if you want to share something with us, like on the screen, you can share the screen. Uh, you know, if you want to explain something on the screen. Yeah. I think we're good. Cool. Yeah, I think we're, cool. yeah, we're good. I'll jump on it if we need it. I'll bust out my pen. Sweet. <laughs> um, if, there's, there's two ways to look at entities. You can look at it in the machine learning, AI, uh, and the natural language processing of the algorithms and go super nerd on it. Uh, and that's what most people do, right? And that's why everyone's confused. Uh, but at the end of the day, an entity is a person, place, thing, right? It's something tangible. It, it's a company. Google is an entity. Uh, my hat is an entity. Our right. glasses are entities. Our shirts are entities, right? So when you think about it in that perspective, the application of entities is the same as uh, LSI terms. Um, I'm sure. I don't, I don't know how much you guys know about the LSI stuff, so I'll just kind of break it. LSI yeah, is, don't don't make it yeah. too nerdy. <laughs> yeah. So if if Adrian was doing writing an article about cranes, LSI is all the words that the machine would expect to find in an article about cranes. And the way the the machine figures that out is because it's given a whole bunch of articles about cranes, right? Uh, and so it compares those. Now there's LSI, and then there's what Ted coined it. One of the episodes he said it, and I think it's really cool, is Super LSI. Super LSI. So in, in your case, you're writing a post about cranes, so you have the, the ball, the hook, the, the, um, the counterbalance, the, the winch, the, the cables. Mm. Those are all things, right? Mm -hmm. So Google would be looking for that stuff in, inside of your content. And that's honestly, that is the application of you can get into the mumbo jumbo and the AI and the machine learning and all that stuff. Yeah. People don't have time. But that's, that's really what it is. So if you're writing your content now and you're putting in those LSIs, uh, it's making it, it's increasing their relevance because you have to write what? Good, high quality, relevant content to rank, right? Uh, and, and so that is, for me, that's, it's working like gangbusters. Um, and that's and we I have a, a pretty manual process. A buddy of mine he he actually created an automated process. Mm -hmm. 
then taught us his manual process, and then I took his manual process and kind of made it my own because he was doing way too much shit for me. I apologize. I curse. I cuss on my show. So. <laughs> um, he's doing way too much stuff on, on, on for me, so I, I slimmed it down a little bit. But at the end of the day, it's really, you know, he can do it. He can build entire websites and entire markets in a, a week using that theory. And I can do consistent content over and over again. So, it's it's that's really all it is. You're not. It's nothing. You know, groundbreaking or earth shattering. It's just Google said, "Hey, let's. What is a better way to teach the algorithm uh, of what something is about? Mm-hmm. What better way to do that than if I'm writing a story about an ocean beach? There's the ocean. There's the cliffs. There's the tree. There's the wind. These are all entities." Um, I, I, I think until now it's everything is clear. So entities, uh, it's everything that exists. I would say everything that exists and Google knows about. Um, but well, the Google NLP API is actually taught based off of Wikipedia. It's mm-hmm. kind of funny because remember when we were going to school, don't use Wikipedia is bad because people <laughs> forbid, right? Yeah. But now an entire search algorithm is pretty much driving the internet is based off of the terms that are in Wikipedia. So think of it that way. If it's in Wikipedia and it's a person, place, thing, or an event, it's an entity. So how can we, how can we take advantage of that? Um, like what, what uses? Um, so most of the audience that uh, watching, watches uh, Hasta La Vista Boss channel, uh, they are people who are making affiliate websites, for Amazon and other uh, type of businesses, um, but mostly Amazon or mostly affiliate marketing. How can mm-hmm. we, how can we take advantage of these entities for when we write our content? Uh, I can show you. This is a little bit harder way to do it. Mm-hmm. I want to give away my way. Because... <laughs> so I'm going to show you guys a little bit of an easier way. You have a piece of content. Actually, I can just use these live demos, and we we can play pretend. Mm-hmm. So, what you're looking at, or you should see, is TextRaiser.com. Yeah, we see it. It's hooked to the Google NLP API, uh, and I'm not sure if they're using IBM Watson, but I'm pretty sure it's just the Google NLP. Uh, and basically, what you do is you come over here, TextRaiser. You can, if you're using a software tool like Coralite or Cora, it's actually connected. And it's free for 500 pulls. And I've never used more than mm-hmm. 500 days. So right uh, and you just come in here and drop your article in it. In this case, we're just going to pretend that we're writing a Barclays Bank delivery. We'll click the analyze. And what it's going to do is going to spit out the categories and then the topics, which for our practical, our word, topics, as we explain, entities is really a topic. Uh, in the semantic relationship of everything. So topics and entities are the same thing. Let me see this up. Are the same things. Topics and entities are the same thing? Yeah. They're cool. referring to the same thing. Cool. I The way it was explained to me by super nerds is the topics is actually more accurate than entities. <laughs> but entities is kind of what we do, what we use, right? So as the SEO, we heard about entities. It just makes it easier. But topics and entities are pretty Right, right. Then you have categories in here. 
So what you can do is, you know, in this thing, you can come in here and, and play around with text if you want to. Um, drop your article in there and play around with text. There's, there's a couple things that you can do. You can look at it and it's going to pop all this stuff. And these are the things that you have in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can make sure and, and apply a schema, which I think is probably a whole new conversation. We need a couple hours just for that. Uh, and and apply the entities to schema. So, but in this case, Barclay, it's a it's a thing, right? It's a business, so it's a thing. Uh, so that's an entity. It's going to want to be in here. You can drop it in here, and you can see. Um, I can't move my pointer at the same time. But yeah. You can see that it lists the Wikipedia link for it, the Freebase ID, the Wikidata ID, and the confidence scores. The higher those confidence scores and the relevance scores, the more relevant it is for your. What's the minimum and what's the maximum of those scores, Clint? There's really not. So when I'm when I'm writing content, uh, and we might get what I do with this is I put it into Coralite or Cora, and then I'll search the top ten or top up to the top one hundred, and Cora puts out pretty much the same thing here. I think I got actually. Let me check. I'll check for you. Since we're in no rush, we got all kinds. Here's one I did an example for. It's wicked tickets is the keyword. Um, it puts out great content. So this is the entities list. So entities, same thing as topics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm when I'm using Cora, I typically stop here at five. And I want I'll get all of these in my if there's only a little bit of them, then I'll just do all of them. But if it's a three and a four, it's kind of like, yeah, also important. If you mm-hmm. put it in there, put it in there. But otherwise, this is what my writers focus on. Uh, and you can use these reports and actually do some cool stuff with them uh, to make it easier on your, on your writers and when you're creating stuff. For example, you see, this is a client of mine. And he, it's ZShot app. And... Is it's got a video editor and a photo editor and a few other things, and they needed content uh, for their their actual landing pages. So what I did is we wrote the outline based off of what the core report told us, and then I gave them the supplemental terms based on what it says, and then I made them a video. And I said, hey, also when you when you're doing that, make sure you put these terms in here as many as you can. Uh, and so you're heading, you're getting, you're actually making your writing team do a lot of the quote-unquote SEO work for you uh, in the content creation piece mm-hmm. uh, and making your content way more relevant. So that's kind of how you use these reports. Uh, another view would be the Quora report view, which is a lot <coughs> more expensive. This one was the Coralite report? Yeah, this is Coralite. And the, the main difference between the two is Coralite only does on-page. Um, and then Cora, the main one, does all of them. Does on-page and off-page. Oh, okay. This report is part of the regular Cora. I just wanted you guys to see it. Don't be a fancy. But here's the LSIs. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not the LSIs. Um, Where would you use the LSIs, Clint? Uh, those are like, 
let's say you're following a, a system like Surfer or Page Optimizer Pro that says you need to do word count. Um, those are best to kind of do that. There's a lot of tools out now, um, website auditor, end topic, text. It's not text razor. It's not text mechanic. I forget the name. It's off my <laughs> text mechanic. Um, no, text mechanic. It's, a, it's that's an editor. It's I forget the name. It's text. Just do end topic and you'll find the other one. Um, but basically what it does is they give you graphs and they say, this is the other words that should be there. The ins, the does, the also's and all okay. that madness and how many. And then if you don't have that in there and you competition does and you have to increase word count, you pop it into one of those tools and just use that to fill up the word count for you. You know what I mean? That kind of makes your life a little bit easier. I had to stop sharing because I got to actually share the best. Uh, the, uh, <clears throat> Jahir is asking here, uh, did you mention schema? He didn't mention schema yet, uh, Jahir. Uh, when he finished, when we finish with the entities, um, if uh, if Clint still have a little bit more time with us, we can uh, ask him about schema. Yeah. Schema really plays in this too. So. Um, here's the entities from Cora. This makes you see how much easier this is. Right. Versus the one in Coralite, right? Coralite gave us a list of what fifty. Uh, in this one, all I want I'm worried about is these ones right here. And here's the benefit: this is already there, this mm -hmm. is already there, this is already there. Cool. This goes back to his question about schema, uh, and I'll show you a tool. That'll, well, I'll just I'll actually just show you. Uh, let me read the, are you going to answer uh, Jahir's question, clean so I can read it for everybody? Well, I'm just going to tie Yeah, well, yeah, read his question. Yeah. I, I may get it at the same time. Cool. So Jahir is asking everybody in Zoom, um, can you show example or explanation of using schema along with this entity or you can share any resource that I can take a look at? In links. Well, last time I tried to show this. Oh, I know the other one. This one's free. <laughs> Joe Priest made this. Um, Joe Priest, oh yeah. I had Joe a couple of weeks ago here on the chat, uh, on the stream as well. Yeah, he's awesome. So, he's a very, very awesome. He, it's free. He's, he, you let you sign up. He started a, a Skype group. It's, it's all right. Um, um, and then he's got a Chrome extension. If you hit him up, he'll for keyword research. Uh, yeah, the part uh, you this part right here. Keyword spy. Um, say again. Uh, the keyword uh, extension. We're waiting for him to make it uh, to see if he can make it available. I have it as well. It's it's quite it's quite cool to be honest. Yeah, he's still working on it. He's still playing with it. Mm -hmm. I, as I understand it, he's giving that away for free. So this is all stuff he's. Like he's a stupid. He's one of those guys I was telling you about the stupid super nerds, right? Very nerd, yeah. He's yeah, brainy. It amazes me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, but I'm good at translating. <laughs> um, and then let's see. We're gonna do Phoenix. Actually, give me a. Let's do affiliate because you guys are talking about. Yeah, affiliate. let's do affiliate. Amazon affiliate. Uh, I don't know. Um, about... Best webcams or something like that. Okay. So I have one in front of me. 
and then you click data and you wait about two minutes. What this is going to do is, if you've seen this, you remember this, the application of this, and you remember the application of TextRaiser, what it's doing is going to the top 25 websites. And it's essentially running them through TextRaiser. And it's finding all of this stuff that's all organized and, and put together and saying these are the top entities that all those 25 sites are using, so you need to use it too. It's the same application here and the same thing in that correlate report. They're all doing the same thing. And, the real, and there's a section in here, that's why I wanted to show it up to you, that'll do it too. Uh, Dixon has actually made a good thing. I, I will tell you a caveat, I do not like this program <laughs> because it applies through uh, JavaScript. So you put the JavaScript on there, you do all your stuff in this website, and then as soon as you're done paying uh, or you have to redirect your budgets for other tools or whatever, right? Oh, that sucks. Actually, you're going to stop. And as soon as you stop, it's gone. You've done all the work and it's gone. <laughs> I, I don't like that. If I'm paying for work, then I should be able to keep that work, right? So that's, but, you know, this is still a good tool. You can pl plink around here in the free stuff and, and get an idea of uh, entities and, and stuff like that. There's a good example I know Misha, Misha uh, Michael Suski is in the chat. So, Michael, if you have anything to say, brother, let us know. Join us here. Join us on the Zoom. Uh, the link is in the Facebook group. Got a graph. I'm trying to try it. There you go. Knowledge graph. Entities. This is all entity stuff. So you get a better idea about the application of entities, right? So if I'm having a piece of content about lawnmowers, i got to have lawnmowers, mowers. And then all these other things are kind of put in pieces. These are other words that are related. I would argue that everyday life is probably not an entity. Um, um, but the rest of the stuff is. So you get to, you get a better idea of why it's why you do it. And then just an account to take around here is free. Cool. Yeah, that's that's a nice tool to play with. In links. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is done, and you get to the schema down here, and there you go. That's how you apply a schema. So here's the same as you say it's a webcam, same as, or it mentions um, these these things: aspect ratio, four by four aspect ratio, wider camera, webcam. All of that stuff can be all put into your schema. Um, there is no limit on schema. At the end of the day, as long as it's relevant, and you're not you know, you're not necessarily keyword stuffing. You're just saying, hey, Google, this is relevant. And Google bot will always read your head, in the head of your website. They might not necessarily read all of your body. And a lot of people put schema in their body or they put it in their footer. But the Google might not always get down there. So you always want to put your schema in there. And this is the application of what you do. Cool. This is really the simple web page application. Is, the, is this... um? Is this uh, our entities or schema? Um, I know you might not be able to share this, uh, but uh, I I think I it's worth asking. Um, do you know if based on your testings, uh, if entities or um, schema is a ranking factor? I will tell you that I I know what application of schema is not a ranking factor. 
And I tested Yoast, Strength Math, SEO, um, SEO Press. I tested the basic schema recommendations at schema.org and the basic schema recommendations out of the Google Developers website. Where everyone gets their sources, their templates, this is what we need to do, right? I tested every single one of them and not the only one that actually boosted ranking was the how-to schema. Which one? The how-to schema. How okay, to. the how-to schema. Okay. And the reason I think that is is because the how-to schema requires you to put more text and stuff and it increases okay. the relevance. So Google's looking at these things and, and, and seeing all these terms, webcam, Logitech, camera, web, webcams, 1080p, and it's saying you're essentially smacking over the face with a wet fish and saying, I am relevant. I am relevant. Right? <laughs> uh, when you're using a plugin that's using those basic templates, you're saying you're smacking them with the same wet fish saying, I am the same as everyone else. I am the same as everyone else. <laughs> it's the same application. So um, my recommendation now, and I've been recommending this a long time now, but now I have tested out of that show is you are absolutely wasting your time. If you are not writing your, Absolutely wasting your time. Cool. You, uh, everyone needs to learn how to write. Is um, do you do your? Um, I've learned uh, from um, another smart guy that uh, you know as well uh, from Mugs, Alex Mugs. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've learned uh, a little bit about uh, how to do schema, how to write the schema manually. Do you do you do your schema manually and add it to your? Uh, clients uh, I'm guessing to your clients websites or right. do you use any um, plugins so I always start with a, uh, a template mm -hmm. and typically the template I like to use is the one that Yoast spits out um, and I just said don't use Yoast but the template is good so I'll show you how I get it I'll just go to Yoast SEO blog and pick any one structured data and the reason I like this is because Yoast is doing something that none of the other plugins doing and that's called the graph it's in the graph implemented graph so you just click on any one of these things and you're going to get taken to this line it's a mm -hmm. whole line of you just copy that line and we're going to go in here Wow. Yeah, exactly. This is like my trash bin. This is all this cool stuff I wanted to do <laughs> later. Dirty uh, more beautifier. Tempest design. Put it on JS. Put your code in here. And then there's your schema. You know, it's all intimidating and stuff. Push clean. And now you have your template. Wow, that's cool. Well, what I'm playing with is changing the order of these things. Because once you do this, once you play with this, like I wrote a schema that's about 1,500 lines uh, for one of my websites. Uh, and if the order is kind of confusing Google because it's just the way that it's set up. So I'm messing with the order and seeing if that matters. And, you know, website versus web page versus organization and how you put it in there. Cool stuff. There's another plugin that a buddy of mine is is developed, and I'm trying to con convince him to release it. I think he <laughs> he's probably going to release it under uh, on what ranks, which is really cool. That's uh, so awesome. We'll get... I, I want to ask you about what ranks in a little bit when we finish with this. 
Yep. Okay. Um, so, so now we have a template, right? And it looks hard. It looks confusing. And at the end of the day, it's really not. There's two things that'll mess you up with schema. It's these stupid combos right here. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> that can break. I can yeah. I can mess you up for days. <laughs> yes. You're like, what is going on? Yeah. What and the then, hell is not it's not working? And then he's opening and close brackets. Um one thing I want to ask you, Clint, uh if if um about this schema, I've seen this uh, on this example and many examples. I didn't have the time to ask Alex about it, but is that um, at ID? What's that? So uh, that right that one, that one. Yeah. So you're basically it's what is yeah what is the main thing? Mm. It's kind of like the. Did you look at the main entity of main page entity? What is this page about? What is the the thing? In this case, the application and the ad ID is your website. If you were building some stuff for your map and you want to put schema on your for your pages for your map, you put your map in there. Uh, if you had a machine ID, one of these things, uh, mm-hmm. then you, you could put that in there too. It's basically you're associating that thing with your brand. Is, at the end of the day, is what you're doing with that ad ID. There, I'm, I'm sure there's like a more technical explanation of it. That's that's my understanding. That's the way I, I kind of break it down. It's, it's simple. That's really interesting. If you guys don't understand uh, about schema, uh, is it honestly is not that complicated. It's really easy. Um, I mean, if you go to schema.org, it's probably the worst website <laughs> to go to learn about schema. Uh, yeah. It's so bad in order in terms of. How explain schema there? I don't know. I, I, it's complicated for me. But just a, well, think of it this way: all it is is a resource. This yeah. website is hooked to this tool at the end of the day. Yeah. And if it's not in this website, it's not going to work in this tool. Right. Think of it that way. Right. Uh, and then the application of it is really. Let's go. This is a cool one. I did a whole talk on this for like an hour and a half in spring. <laughs> um, but you take your template and. Because we were looking at, what was the one that we were looking at? Uh, did I close it? Crap, I think I closed it. 10businessdesign.com. Yeah, I think I closed it. So we look at website, right? So this is the schema type website. Yeah. Look how little is actually in here, if you think about it. That's, that's all it. that's in there. Yeah. But if you go in here. It's, you have like. Tens and tens of things that you can put in. Yeah. There's wow, 10 pages. More like content. Because the website is, is a creative work. So all of those things right here, you can drop in here and add to that website's uh, schema. Line. You don't have to just limit it to whatever you're doing. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, I'm wondering how much, uh, if it's worth your time, to do all this uh, schema, like uh, like you were saying now here, to go through all these uh, <clears throat> sections here on schema.org and try to make it as as complete as possible, the um, the, the schema uh, recipe for your site. Uh, do you think there's there's something that Google will say, okay, this schema is is so complete that is going to help you in in uh, in in uh, rankings? 
So this is one of our projects is 8 million pages. In. Find us. Nice. Eight, 8 million pages. in this one. We had an indexing issue. Everyone had it, but we were having it. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't stop it. How do you stop it? So ultimately what I did was I added schema. My schema on there is, this is the one I told you is 1500 lines of code uh, for schema. And I stopped with the indexing. Just using schema. Wow. You see, uh, <laughs> My goodness. Uh, okay. I'm wow. going to keep going. Uh, <laughs> he went nuts with it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. But this is every service that is being offered over there. Find us now is a, it's a competitor for Home Advisor and Angie's List. They're all offering the same things. And I'm just saying, hey, Google, this is what this this is what we offer over there. Uh, and I and I built it all the way up. This isn't even like I got to go back through in each category, write individual schema for each one of those categories. It won't be nearly as big as this, but it's still going to. I, I stopped the bleeding. I stopped the indexing with this. It's That's coming back, great. and the rankings are coming up. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, by the way, when I did my my uh, schema for my affiliate website, uh, in part is because I steal your. Uh, uh, your schema from your digitalear.com <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course uh, I, for I don't know where's my black hat so I can put it on my head <laughs> but I went and I stole your uh, schema and well, that's, that's, that's black hat right so that's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the crust of black hat go find out what your competition is doing and do the same thing that's how you get where they're at and then now you gotta find that edge I wouldn't recommend you guys going to do it now because it's schema on there. It's messed up, yeah, the site. <laughs> Look at the site. It's a lower medicine for crying. What's funny is if you go to the location pages, like, uh, I'm in Yuma right now. Look at the location page. I'm switching <laughs> from Visual Basic to, and I'm doing this part of my code. This page is still ranking number one. And the is reason it? why is, wow. yeah. <laughs> As a, as a matter of fact, for Yuma SEO, it's still number one. And SEO Yuma, it was three. And now it's one. This looks like uh, relevant content. Still. This is like so the, as, it looks a little bit like the rhinoplasty site. <laughs> exactly. The lower MIPSM test, yeah. right? So Google is so smart and need my content and stuff. It should be able to see all this and go, whoa, what the hell is that? Right? It's, oh. it's not as smart as it's made out to be. So. <laughs> well, you know, they don't, you know that. They don't. They just read uh, probably uh, uh, the code in there, but they don't know what, what it's talking about, right? Well, so on, on Google's perspective, they can't tell you everything because if they tell you everything, everyone will manipulate it and then they're screwed, right? Hmm. Uh, and then from, a, from our perspective, the more complicated you make Google out to be, the better it is for you when you're selling it. And you can look how, how smart you are. Uh, and people like me, people like, I don't know, I won't say Ted because he's he's in the super nerd. <laughs> he's way, way, up, way above. <laughs> yeah, we break down Google. Google is not that smart. I'll prove Google is not that smart. Other people have copied that rhinoplasty site. Google's not that smart. Um, and then there's proof right there too. Google's just not that smart. Yeah. So, um, but people make a living off of that by saying, look how smart Google is. They're doing machine learning and they're doing BERT and they know what your page is talking about, blah, blah, blah. When in fact, no, they don't. 
mean, that's it. So, and it just makes it, it just makes it harder, you know, for people that are honest because they're not fear marketing. Uh, but on the other hand, do you really want a client that's fearful? So that kind that's of it. Uh, I have a question now before we move on, uh, clean quickly about the, um, um, what schema would you, what schema type would you recommend for affiliate websites? So if you're doing like a best webcams, that would actually do creative works for like the article because you're not specifically promoting uh, a specific product. Right. And then what I would, I'm, I would put the products in there, but I wouldn't necessarily build those all out because if I was doing it, I would have my best webcam site. And then each of those 10 products would have a page on my website. And that's where I put all that product schema as built out as I can linking to you. So it kind of helps each other. It's the silo. I've taught the silo before. Um, that's the silo that I would use for that. Because your best webcam is the review. It's a review, not like in a review of things, not a review like you would think of uh, writing a review on GMB. So there's two different schemas there. Um, you can apply that, but it's a list, so I don't think it Stars applies, mm -hmm. but you can think around that stuff and play with it. Yeah, I played a little bit with uh, with schema for uh, for one of my affiliate sites, and uh, the list looks really nice. Um, it looks really nice. There's a there's there's a certain way you can do it. It's not gonna work the list because there's uh, like for example the links that you have to put there. They have to be from the same page. Uh, but they have to be kind of different, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I used, instead, I've used uh, the links from the content tab ta uh, table of contents. Because they're different with the hashtags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Another thing, if you want to do that, you can play around with that a little bit, is use UTM. And then use uh, a tool like Pretty Links. Mm -hmm. So all of your affiliate, you have your list of 10 products, you get pretty links on there and you have pretty links. Uh, and then when you do your affiliate code, I can share this with you. Let's say this is mine and I want to use UTM codes. Uh, it's, it's the Google Analytics URL builder. Mm -hmm. You just put it in here and, and you can actually put presets in here. So when I do links from SEO this week, I'll put SEO this week and all these things around there. Um, in nice. your case, you have the pretty links URL, you replace it right here and then put that UTM code. So you can you have unique URLs on each product and then you also have tracking so that you know where it's going. Nice. So but when I do it, I do SEO this week and I put it on all of these. So people are calling clicking. And now if they have Google Analytics on there, they're their Google Analytics splices my my traffic out. Or in this case, it's weekly SEO show. I think uh, weekly roll up, digital ear, like Butler. All that's in there. I don't mm -hmm. So it's not. I'm not doing referral spam. I'm just saying, hey, look, this is where this is coming from. And that's because there's people that you know link to high high quality content. But when people link to you, no one bothers to say thank you. <laughs> Uh, so I'm making sure that they know I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you um, uh, quickly because Jahir here asked uh, in the chat, in the Zoom chat, he asked, um, 
Well, he asked a few questions, but he he says first, uh, is there any of your training coming soon, Clint? Uh, the my Quora stuff is out right now. How to use that software? I think that is probably the base of my SEO. Uh, is that tool? Nope. I've been using that ever since it came out. I've used Surfer. I use Page Optimizer Pro. There's a new one from uh, Serp Woo, and I always go back to that. So, I would recommend. I just started charging for it. I gave it away for free for a while to get some list building, uh, but now I'm charging for it. But if you want to start out and you want to be ahead of the game, I would start there. And that's at whatranks.com. My on-page course, I actually started the outline for that. <clears throat> and I'll be building that as it goes. The problem with on-page is it's so basic and I just feel really <laughs> bad about, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, this is all basic stuff, but I'm giving it to you and I'm going to charge it for you. And then a guy like Adrian, who understands that basics, will get something out of maybe the last third of that course. Um, so I, I want to make it for newbies because I'm going to be advertising it, but I got to treat my my current base as well. So I'm, I'm just balancing, you know, basic, intermediate, and advanced. And that's kind of where I'm stuck at right now. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I can't wait for the course because I'm sure you're going to have, like you said, maybe half of the course I'm – I'm I'm happy with that knowledge. I know what you're talking about, but maybe the other half is gonna blow my mind because uh, I know you're gonna have some cool stuff in there. Um, so well, I think the more as you go, you're gonna find that the more courses you buy, the more stuff in it, you know. Uh, and but if you can walk away with one or two nuggets out of a course, it was well worth that that spend. Because mm. essentially, you're just paying for someone's research. That's it. Yes, yeah. time and research, right? So, um, yeah, that's I'm, what I'm thinking of doing, and I'll actually, I can show the screen one more time. You guys can see the, the website. Don't judge me, I'm not a web designer. Um, what I'm thinking of doing is it'll have the on-page course, and then I'm going to probably bust out the advanced stuff, the schema and my content creation uh, and the link building into their own individual thing. So let's say you know the on-page stuff and you can come in here and you see the um, the content in here and you're like, I know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Then you can just buy the, the other three modules. Oh, know. that's, yeah, that's that's more that's more interesting. I think I've seen um, Craig Campbell doing it that way. Yep, he's got his busted out like that. He's got that advanced, that bigger advanced thing and then he's got some black hat and some other stuff on so there you have it, folks. Um, uh, Jahid, uh, I'll keep an eye. I mean, you're a fan of Clint. Uh, you were saying at the beginning, so you, uh, you know, I'll keep an eye on uh, on on uh, when the course is available. But uh, for now, he's uh, working hard on it. Uh, I think Clint answered already this. If you suggest uh, any Kima generation tools, or do you recommend anyone to follow? Um, I, I think you answered that, Clint, didn't you? Yeah, if you have to use a schema generation tool, the only one that I trust is Schema App. Yeah. SchemaApp.com. I have a subscription over there for Digital Air. Uh, and the main difference is how I showed you to go in there and find all these things. It's, in, it's inside a Schema App, so you don't have to write the code. Uh, but there is a learning curve for this. So if you're going to get it, just set a week aside to learn how to use this. Mm -hmm. um, 
but this is the only one that I trust. If you're going to use some, an app to plug in Steam. Coolio. Um, <clears throat> it's 50 minutes into this thing, and uh, I, I would love to have Clint with me for another three hours at least. <laughs> oh, by the way, you are the only trio. You are, you're the only guy in that trio, uh, uh, Ted, Kyle, and you, that I didn't have a drink with already. So please come to London. Slacker. Please come to London. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, my wife's sitting behind the computer, and she heard that invite, so now it's another excuse. <laughs> He's been bugging me to take her over there. So. <laughs> yeah. Please, please, please bring Clint to London, Mrs. <laughs> so um, for how long I can have you uh, here with us, Clint? Uh, I'm good for another half hour. Half an hour. Cool. Uh, <clears throat> I have a lot of questions from the audience uh, that I... I gathered in on Facebook, um, and uh, I want to shoot some of those at you. Some are, are very basic, but of course, uh, those are the questions that are bugging the people. So hopefully, yep. you can uh, you know you can help them out a little bit. So, Sean uh, says, um, how important it is to routinely disavow links. I get a lot of uh, low-value spammy sites in English and foreign languages linking to me that have nothing to do with my niche. Should I play it safe and regularly disavow them or just ignore them? I would. There's two. Well, there's two schools of thought here. Uh, you can follow the school of thought where disavow doesn't do anything, or follow the school of thought where it does. And I'm in the I'm in the camp where it does. Um, but if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to do more harm than good. Uh, so if you have an instance like that, and you know for a fact that they are not providing some kind of ranking boost, go ahead and disavow them. If you're not sure or, or you think they might be, leave them alone uh, because otherwise you're just going to hurt yourself. Uh, and that's why Google actually tossed around getting rid of that tool. Like Gary, Gary Ellis was like, we should get rid of this. <laughs> Cause people, because people are shooting themselves in the food, huh? Exactly. And then, and then they're blaming the disavow tool. And it's not the disavow tool's fault. It's people going full nuclear on their websites. Essentially no following, which is really what that does is saying, Hey Google, ignore these, don't follow them. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, not building new backlinks. So I'll tell you a story. One of my websites got negative SEO'd, uh, 150,000 backlinks, adults, porn, um, and prescription drugs. I didn't get a penalty, but I saw a ranking drop. And that's how I've, I realized I was getting negative SEO'd because typically I don't really care. Um, and so I looked at those and I was like, oh, thanks. I appreciate this. So I disavowed all of them, which essentially turned them into no follow. And now that website ranks for anything that I put in. I put on it uh, with minimal backlinks. And I have 150,000 porn, drug, and whatever links that are hiding my um, private blog networks that might be in there, et cetera, right? Or uh, guest posts and all that stuff. So no one can reverse engineer that link profile either. <laughs> uh, so, you know, I will say that negative SEO is real, but most times you were doing it ourselves. Uh, so, to stick with the answer to that question, if you know what you're doing, you know they're no good, disavow them. Otherwise, leave it alone. Coolio. Uh, he has a, a follow-up question on that, and I found this question to be 
interesting. I've never looked at, I mean, I never thought about it, but uh, do you know if uh, these low quality links also bring down a site's DR score? DR is, before they updated it over there, it was actually really good. DR40 and above, you get those links. Those are awesome. You're going to rank all day. Uh, they updated DR, and then they manually changed it when people complained when their DRs all dropped. Hmm. So the value, I've been able to figure out a nice metric for it. Uh, I think that it could, but that just depends on how they work. You know what I mean? So uh, at the end of the day, Kind of don't give DR any credit anymore. UR is the metric that I'm looking at. UR. Okay. And for those who doesn't know, DR, UR are some uh, metrics from uh, Ahrefs. Um, let's see another question I have in here. Uh, Callum asked again on Facebook, uh, buying links on Fiverr. There are many niche websites that, are, um, that offer a single guest post on 20... To 50 DA website for peanuts, are they worth it? Are they um, are there any long term advantages slash disadvantages? Never want to point a fiber gig at your website, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but if like say I get a guest post from Adrian, I'll point a fiber gig at Adrian's website. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, so those are good tier twos. Like, like be cool. Obviously, I wouldn't do that. But if you have a website that charges you fifty bucks for a guest post, and then you find out from your buddies they're charging fifty bucks for a guest, then knock yourself out. Go get those, point it at that website, and boost up the power of that, and get your fifty dollars worth of power from that backlink. Um, but just you know, if you've ever done link penalty recoveries, and I've done a lot of them for a lot of people, Fiverr is where you get in trouble really quick. Um, so. You know, be careful, find, test those out on sites you don't care about, make sure that they work first. Uh, and then you could potentially pointing at a, a money website if you have kill pages. Um, if you're an SIA, you know what I'm talking about, kill pages. I've taught that concept. Uh, and then if something happens, you just kill the, the, the kill page and it deletes those links and you're good to go. So just be, you know, be careful when you're. When you're That's with any provider, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but especially especially Fiverr. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would. I mean, if you want to buy links on Fiverr, buy them to do. And I'm not saying to do this, but it's for negative SEO. <laughs> or just play 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 for them, buy them and send them to your test websites and see yep. and see if that shit works. <laughs> Basically, see where the power is by build a test website or build a cloud website. See what it does to the cloud website. If it ranks it up, then put a link on the cloud website to your website. And then if something happens to the cloud website, you just cancel it. Your set's safe. So there's plenty of ways to, to be safe and to leverage that cheaper link access. True. Um, what difference, uh, this question is from uh, Zoe Humble again. What difference does having a sitemap give you? Uh, some, uh, so she says here, I guess uh, it tells Google what's what, but I don't get why they are needed if Google crawls the site. I've heard some people say that they tell Google about new content manually on their site. What's that about? <laughs> uh, that might be a, a question for the pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be a question for the pen. So, yes, the, the site map is, 
It's designed to say, hey, Google, these are all the pages on the website. Uh, and it, it aids in crawling. Uh, and typically now I'm recommending that you actually have two sitemaps. One is the XML sitemap, the plugins create them, Yoast and all that stuff. And then the other one is HTML version. That's where the user can click it and see the list of all the pages. And that's the, HTML. the HTML one is actually helping with indexing. As to point, to go towards your question of why you would want it though, or why you need it, is what if you're only depending on the crawl you had, let's say you had, um, I'll make this simple as possible. One, two, three, four pages, right? Each of those four pages had two pages linked to them. Like this. Notice I'm leaving the arrows out of there. All right, and then each of those had, let's say there's a whole bunch of them down here too. I'm not even going to count. I'm just going to do it for graphic representation. And then all of these were linking here. And then I leave that out. And you, you're like, oh, I got my silo. This is good. This page ranks well. You know, this is number one, this is number one. This is made with the same template and it's ranking number 50. And then this one is ranking number 45. And you're like, what the heck is going on? A couple of things that, that could be happening is because your sitemap uh, is not there and is not listing this, right? Or it, it may be listing this, but this page is not linked to that, so you're losing that power. The other thing is with crawl, if you don't have a sitemap, and these aren't interlinked. Let's say this one is not linked to this, and these ones don't have any links. So Google, other than your sitemap, would not even know that these are here. And they don't know that was, what's the purpose of them. So it's not helping your, uh, your, your ranking. So you have that, that, either that issue is it's not crawling it or it's not listed in your sitemap and you're not getting the power from it. So that's why you want to have a sitemap. Essentially, think of your sitemap as the roadmap to everything that's good. Uh, and if you don't have it, it's like you know, going down the road and looking for an adventure. Uh, I'm just kind of freestyling it without your, your nav. <laughs> you know what I mean? So give Google the navigation tool so I can find everything. In it. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> another question here is from, uh, again, from Zoe. She says, uh, what's your views on speed? Should we worry about speed? If your website is loading uh, three seconds or faster on mobile, you're good to go. Uh, don't follow the grades, A's, B's, and C's. Those are all for elementary kids. Uh, look at that new one, the Core Web Vitals. I think that is actually going to be a benefit right now until everyone is in compliance. And then they're going to remove that as a ranking factor, just like they did with the uh, HTTPS. Um, but for now, get your make sure your sites are at least amber in that Core Web Vitals thing. Uh, if not green, but the the 100% on Google Insights and uh, the A's and B's on GT metrics and all that madness, forget all that stuff. If your website is loading three seconds or faster for a 4G mobile phone, you're good to go. Yeah, there's a, there's a great video. I don't know. I think it was on that video uh, on SEO Fight Club where you guys were talking about mm -hmm. the uh, site speed uh, being 
small ranking factor or yep. if is a ranking factor at all. Um, yep. And I believe you guys yeah, are saying... Because it's, it's, it's yeah. hard for us to figure out, is it time to first bite or is it start render? Um, and start render is when it's first usable. Like you open the website and then boom, I can start doing something, right? Uh, or is it full load? I am on the camp that it's time to first bite and start render. Uh, and then the full load is just like, whatever, get around to it. Um, and that's kind of how Google feels. When can Google's looking at how fast the mobile user sitting at the bus stop can open a website and actually start using it. And that's hmm. where that three, if your start render is three seconds or, or faster, you're good to go. Awesome. Awesome. That's uh, that makes it very uh, easy to understand now. So please guys, if you waste your time trying to optimize your site to make it, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, light speed. Uh, yeah. You're just losing your time. Focus yeah, on... return. I had Digileer running at point, uh, point five three mega millisecond. That's <laughs> like that. I didn't get no ranking boost out of it. I did a crap ton of work and it got absolutely <laughs> There you go. There you have it. <laughs> um, a question from Matthew uh, says, uh, how do you optimize articles with NLP entities? Have you seen growth with that strategy? Um, and how do you uh, copy? Second, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this one later. Okay, After. the second one, we are. I think we already beat yeah. that one. I'm going to teach my content optimization strategy in my course, my paid course. And the, the only reason I won't give that out for free is because um, part of it is from my mastermind. The guy developed part of it in my mastermind. Uh, and I don't, what happens in my mastermind stays in my mastermind. So um, I'm giving some pieces of that in the course, but I, we don't want any, everyone to use it. So mm -hmm. um, that, I, I understand. The, long, the short version is, and I think you can figure it out if you read through the lines, is <laughs> run those tools that I showed you, compare the top 25 or top 10 if you want to, uh, and then pull the entities and then add them to your content. Uh, and you pretty much got, the, got the, <laughs> what we're doing. I'm just using some extra tools to, to, to make that easier. Uh, and I'm trying my hand at development to make a tool that will do it. Um, Ted's thinking about selling one of his. If he sells a SEO editor pro, I'm going to put a content editor in there to do it. So um, it's just got to, you know, we'll see how that, how that plays out. But uh, you guys can read between the lines. Just figure out the tools of how to accomplish what I just told you. And that's pretty much uh, Matthew, Matthew says as well, how do you copy a competitor's schema? Oh, that's easy. Who got a competitor? Give us a competitor. <laughs> um, you can use, uh, oh, probably you're going to show the SEO ruler. Uh, SEO ruler? Uh, well, what, what was that keyword you did? That's uh, best webcams. Let's see. I'm trying to think of who would have schema in here. I'm looking for an SEO. Is it at the end? <laughs> they might.
I believe Google is watching this stream because uh, my internet connection is. When you give these tips, <laughs> is it's I don't know. It says uh, oh, you're no. not receiving enough video. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I had to switch uh, SEO this week to OBS because quality <laughs> was getting bad on me. We're going to find one. There we go. There you go. Use article. All right. So remember I was telling you for, I would do articles. So they, that's the same thing they did. They used news article. I wouldn't have used news article because it's a review. This is not a news article. News articles is actual news, right? Mm -hmm. So this is, they're using the wrong schema, but I would use article schema. And there's not very much difference in between news article and that. You just change this article type. Cool. Now we have schema to rip off. So you just click on any one of these and over here, it'll jump over to the schema. And the highlighter in this is broken now for some reason, but you can see the first script type. That's the opening. And then you can find the close uh, and it's right here. Close script. There you go. Now you have their schema and a template to start off without, you know, starting out from scratch. You know what I mean? So that's how, that's how you do it. That's simple. Coolio. Um, I'll have maybe one more question for you, Clint. And uh, let me quickly see here. Uh, yeah, two more questions and uh, we can wrap it up. Uh, as I said, the, the buffer is it's buffering as well. Nah, not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... This is a question that most uh, people, especially at the beginning when they tried one side, two sides, they're not ranking, they're not making money. What in uh, your experience, so many years of experience, uh, would you say is the reason or the few reasons that a, a website will fail to, to rank? The number one reason is the lack of promotion. Uh, all, too, all too often newbies are taught just write great content and then Keep doing that over and over again, and Google's going to love you. Uh, speaking as a guy who wrote a blog post a day for a year, I can tell you that is complete and utter BS. Um, you have to promote your content. If you need a teacher to teach you about promoting your content, just go look at Brian Dean's website. And that guy's got, I think now he's got over 100, 100 posts on there, 100 mm. pages. But before it was like 50 he was getting the most traffic in the SEO world because he was promoting his 50 pieces of content. And he's ranking for some stupid hard words because he's promoting his content. Uh, so learn, um, SEO is a form of marketing, so learn marketing. Uh, but don't try to do what I did and learn everything. Uh, learn a little bit of Facebook, learn a little bit of YouTube, uh, and promote your stuff over and over and over and over again. I mean, so... And if that means you're only writing one article every three months, then you're writing one article every three months, and then you're talking about your article. For uh, and that's how you become successful. Uh, that content marketing right until you die thing, that only works until you, when you have a really big brand and you got a really established audience, and then you can write until you die. Because all of those links and stuff will come in because everyone knows you and likes you. <laughs> right? uh, but if you're a new guy and, uh, in the military working dogs and training people how to uh, hunt down bad guys or you're operating a crane nobody cares about you you've got to prove you have to work your ass for it <laughs> yep <laughs> um so the last question uh is kind of uh 
from my side and probably uh i hope uh, people will find it interesting as well do you have any tips for people such as myself and um, my awesome audience when it comes to what to do in order to become better seo and marketer in general seos is learn how to test there's a uh, two communities biased seo seo intelligence agency that's the one i co-own with dory friend uh and then there's ted and kyle's at uh, internet marketing gold both of those are get you a good pathway into learning how to do testing uh, second is never be afraid to break stuff. Build a website that you just absolutely don't care what happens to it and do all kinds of crazy mad stuff. That's how you figure out what's working and what's not. And then on the marketing side is to learn and get over yourself. Uh, it's really easy on Facebook and, and the Twitter now and, and uh, to get um, kind of gun shy with, with promotion because there's all those people that are over there that, that like talk smack about doing ads and, and promoting yourself. And, um, you know, the four lever word guru, uh, to me, guru just means someone that worked harder than you to get what they want. Uh, and if they're at guru status, it means that, you know, you know, Hey, if, if you make money selling courses, that means you did all that research to make that course. Right. Uh, and you saved me 40, 60, 80 hours figuring that stuff out myself. So, um, you know, be you uh, and then um, I would say be very 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 careful about who you're following hmm. um, there's a lot of ego in our in our uh, industry male and female alike um, males more so than females but females can be scandalous too so you know just be very very careful of who you're following uh, and and Test everything that they say. Trust no one. Test everything, uh, especially very, very, when it comes to your business. That's, <laughs> that's very, very, um, very good stuff, Clint. I really uh, appreciate you coming on um, and uh, you know share all this knowledge with us. Uh, I would love to have you uh, maybe sometime in the future. Hopefully, uh, you know we can pick your brains again. And, yeah, let's uh, come back. <laughs> um, Thanks, everybody, for being here as well. Thanks, everybody, in the chat. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you did, give us a thumbs up, you know, or thumbs down, loves us or hate us. Uh, it's interaction at the end of the day. Um, and uh, stay focused because we're going to get rid of that boss. All right? Thanks for watching. See you next time. Bye.